Hey, this is Christopher Kamen Lee, Andros from Power Rangers in Space, and you are listening to Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Hey guys, this is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and you are listening to Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. Now, finally to conquer Earth. Alpha, Rita's escaped. Recruit to me, podcasters with attitude. Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Welcome listeners to episode 37 of Power Rangers in Cyberspace. For this episode, I will actually time travel back two and a half weeks, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Let's go with two weeks, approximately, to my trip to Raleigh Supercon. I took my microphone with me. Recorded some just random thoughts, some ideas, some basically to gauge my level of excitement for Rally Supercon. Why? Rally Supercon had quite a few people that I was interested in seeing. The two that I was most excited to see, Amy Jo Johnson and Steve Cardenas. Talked to them, met some other folks as well. Talked to Michael Cutlets, played Abraham in The Walking Dead, and sat in a Q&A that was supposed to be Steve Cardenas and Michael Copon, Time Force Blue. Turns out, Steve Cardenas slept in that morning, that was Sunday, and instead of Michael and Steve, it was Christopher Kamen Lee, who played Andros, the Red Ranger from Power Rangers in Space, and Michael. Uh, It was a really interesting hour-long Q&A. Really cool guys, um, not tired of being associated with Power Rangers and not tired of being asked all those questions, even though they have moved on to other projects and and have other things that they may have wanted to have promoted. Uh, Didn't get a one-on-one with Michael, Talked to Steve for a couple minutes. He was there for autographs, not so much for interviews. So unfortunately, I didn't have any time with him. The big excitement was Amy Jo Johnson. Unfortunately, her line was, as you can imagine, quite long. However, I did get one thing signed, even though I did say, oh, I hope I get a whole bunch signed. She was signing one item per ticket. So unfortunately, only one. I only had one item signed. Steve uh, had him sign a couple things and... That was, that was really it. I was there for a couple hours. Uh, it was worth my time. It was worth my money. I hope they have a bigger venue next year. It was a little cramped, but it's, I'm not the organizer, so I'm not the one that makes those decisions. I'm just a convention goer. Speaking of which, I'm going to Rochester Con, Rock Con. That's September 8 and 9. I'll be meeting up with Chris and Anthony. I know that there's going to be some other guys from the, the network going. I just don't know who they are. Check out the BICBP radio Facebook pages, Hardly Kayfabe, Hardly Awesome, Push Start Podcast, Retro Blist, Power Rangers in Cyberspace, etc., etc., etc. Here's my recordings, my ramblings, and my thoughts, uh, and uh, an interview with Christopher Kamen Lee to round out the episode. Enjoy. Good morning. Sunday. What day is it? Sunday, the 29th of July, 2018. Just left my house, headed to Raleigh Convention Center for the final day of Raleigh Supercon. In my infinite wisdom, I didn't buy tickets until about a week and a half ago and was planning to get tickets for Saturday and Sunday. However, tickets for Saturday were sold out, so were two-day passes, so I had to settle for Sunday. Why is this week so... why is it so important? Why did I want to go this weekend for two days? Well. Raleigh Supercon has brought one of Anthony's favorites, Steve Cardenas. He's actually really interactive on social media, too. He has liked and favorited a whole bunch of 
Power Rangers in cyberspace Instagram photos, and they haven't been specifically about him. One was, but that was just the one from this past weekend that I was excited to go see him. The other is because Amy Jo Johnson is going to be at the convention as well. She's been taking pictures, professional and selfie photos with fans. She's also been signing autographs, and I have probably too many things packed that I'd like to have each of them sign. Not in, uh, oh shit, a whole bunch of stuff actually. What do I have? What do you have, Sean? Well, Sean has the Hot Topic exclusive red and pink Ranger Pops that I'd like to have signed. I have a blue Ranger Pop signed by David Yost the metallic blue GameStop exclusive that's impossible to find so I figured why not keep the series going that way have a few different comic book variants from the Boom Studios Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the action figure variants that became very popular from the Marvel Secret Wars and I can't decide which ones I want them to sign I brought all six issues plus the variants that I have of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Pink because Teeny Howard is also going to be there. I met Teeny at NC Comic Con in November of 2017 and I put her interview out I think in January. She was really cool, really fun to talk to and works on a whole bunch of different stuff as a writer. A bunch of different stuff such as Rick and Morty. She wrote Pocket Like You Stole It one of the issues of that as well as she's also started writing for WWE comics and I believe she's doing the Captain America annual this year which is pretty pretty awesome probably try to get some some time with her again uh, like I said she's pretty cool she gave me 15 minutes of her time last year when I asked for five and she said oh let's go somewhere where it's quieter as in not at her booth as in she didn't make money for that 15 or 20 minutes that we were away really cool of her. Um, I'm in the car. I'm on the way to the convention center, as I said. The convention starts at 10. It's 8.10. Maybe I'm a little early, but I have a couple things that I want to get done before I get there. I wrote out a bunch of interview questions on a piece of notebook paper for Amy and Steve, and I want to transfer them to index cards so that there's not a lot of rustling of paper and so that I look like I have my notes organized because I'll forget to ask something, you know, get caught up in the moment or, you know, like an Iron Man where he deviates from the script at the end, the, the cards. says he's Iron Man because he deviated from the script. So if I don't, then I'll at least have some sort of talking points and I can go back to at least some sort of standard line of questioning and it might be standard written rote questions that she's heard before that Steve's heard before but they're questions nonetheless it's time with that person and it, it, it at least shows that you have some sort of research uh, that you've put in Steve has been posting on Instagram pretty often while he's been in town been going to different places he walked into a bar I think it's called Caligans or Caligans I've not been but basically it's a bar but it's a 90s tv show themed bar that adults like now like power rangers and a bunch of other stuff he stood next to a bunch of individually framed paintings 
or or I don't know if they were paintings or if they were drawn or, or whatever, but they were pretty rad. And he was standing next to him. He's like, look, look what I found. This is weird. And then he posted a, a short video clip as he walked in of what was on the TV, and it was season one of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which was funny and entertaining, but even more so was his caption, which said, have I walked into the Twilight Zone? So that was pretty funny. Uh-oh, Johnston County EMS. Hopefully that person's okay. All right, turning on to the main highway, seven, uh, State Road 70. I'm gonna get myself some breakfast. I could go for Bojangles. Bojangles is a local chicken shop. It's like KFC or Popeyes, only a kajillion times better. But I'm gonna swing by the safe choice, safe being McDonald's, only because I don't think Bojangles has any vegetarian options. So at least at McDonald's I can get an, an egg and a muffin, McMuffin with cheese and it be vegetarian. Don't worry, not preachy. Just trying it out for a couple months. July was my first month, my girlfriend's vegetarian. She's been for 20 plus years. So I figure I'd give it a shot. It's easier because we don't have to cook two meals. On the highway, all the morning machinations done, stop, got something to eat. McDonald's was really awesome and hooked me up with a poorly mixed or poorly uh, whatever. It tastes like shit orange juice, but I did get my vegetarian egg McMuffin. Got to stop at the ATM for... Why do I have to stop at the ATM? Think of the words, Sean. Use, it. Use your words. You're an adult. Stop at the ATM, get some cash out for the convention. Some booze, some monographs, pictures, etc. are cash only. Some are buy a ticket ahead of time. Some are dealer's choice. So I have a ticket for photo, selfie, photo. Why, why the fuck is it taking me in here? For a selfie with Amy Jo Johnson and to have her sign something. Again, I hope she signs more than one thing because I have more than one thing for her to sign. I'm curious if she is familiar with the Mighty Morphin comics, the, the current run with Boom, and if she has read any of the MMPR Pink, because I would love to see a discussion between Teeny Howard and Amy Jo Johnson. I think that would be really cool. Just to be a fly on the wall, from her interview last year, she said that she had watched Mighty Morphin as a kid, and now she was writing about it, and writing about one of her favorite characters, especially because she's a female. I think it would be really cool to see those two interact. Anthony was holding on to our JDF signed clothing, my shirt, and his what the fuck cape thing. Oh, hey deer. There's a bunch of deer running across the street here. He sent me that, I picked it up, or I got it on, it was delivered on Thursday. So I have those, I have to have her sign his. I'm about half embarrassed to show her that thing because it's just amazing, but I'm sure it'll be, it'll be okay. I'm gonna join the guys the, from, the, from the network, BICBP-Radio Network in Rochester. That is, I believe, the first week of September. I'm gonna fly up there. We're all gonna hang out in Rochester 
and go to the convention there. It's two days, it's Saturday and Sunday, so that'll be kind of nice. Now where's this ATM at that it took me way out of my way to get to? No luck on the ATM. I found the library of NC State, but that doesn't really help me. Well, their door's unlocked, that's number one. And number two, it wasn't a Bank of America ATM or building, but I couldn't get in anyway, even if they had an ATM in there. So, oh well. Nice apartments around here though. So we're two and a half miles away from actually getting to the convention center. I'm at about 50 minutes into the trip, but I've also made a couple detours and stops. Brought some reading material while I wait before I can go into the convention center or before they let us onto the floor or whatever for 10 a.m. basically. So I brought Amazing Spider-Man number one, volume five, and hate, 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 hate with a passion. When they, the publisher, Marvel in this case, restarts, when they start numbering over again at one. I mean, it just hit 801 issues. Now granted, it does say Legacy 802 on it, but number ones in their mind, in theory, sells better than 802. Granted, all you're doing is starting a new creative team. I mean, Dan Slott's been killing it for 10 years. I met him at New York 2016. Had him sign Ren and Stimpy number six, which was the first Spider-Man story that he had written. And then I had Bob Camp sign it, who is the creator of Ren and Stimpy. Sent that away to CGC. Spent a whole hell of a lot more money on the autographs and on CGC great, uh, signature grading than I did on the book. But it was more of a sentimental thing. When I first started reading Amazing Spider-Man, it was, I was a kid, 12, 13, 14, when the comics code was still a thing, or at least when Marvel still used it. Dropped off for a while because young adulthood took priority, and then came back probably close to 680, right after Spider Island. I followed Dan, the Superior Spider-Man, that was drawn by Ryan Stegman, who was, a, who was an awesome guy, and then... You know, now they have a new guys come in. I don't, I haven't read the first issue to remember their names yet. Dan's doing Iron Man now, which is pretty awesome. And that shakeup came once Brian Michael Bendis jumped over to DC to play with some new toys. Also have, oh, I have to read Amazing Spider-Man 801 first and then Amazing Spider-Man number one. Someone's got a recliner for sale out front. Not indicative of Raleigh. I think it's just out for trash pickup. And I have the 25th anniversary Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Boom Studio issue. Who knows, maybe I'll see if everybody under the sun won't sign that also. Fingers crossed, maybe. I've decided to, because of the ATM fiasco at NC State, to just pay the ATM fee because whatever. Downtown Raleigh skyline looks nice, but is covered with a light shroud of fog. Ooh, mysterious backdrop. It's not really mysterious, it's just fog. And vroom vroom. Downtown Raleigh has a whole ton of free museums. The Kids Museum, there's um, a museum with an IMAX in it. Now the IMAX isn't free. Uh, I actually saw Star Wars Rogue One there. At, it's a theater called Marbles Theater. The downside is that they do not take Fandango. Ooh, we're here. Time to find the parking lot. And shit, the parking is cash only, I believe. 
but they got arrows here. It says event parking. So let's let's follow the event parking. No parking. So that parking place was a bust only because it was cash only and I have a single dollar cash on me and my bank card. But he was super nice and he pointed me to about 12 other different parking structures, banks, told me their prices too. Nice guy. That's the one thing I love about the people in the South is that everybody, with some exceptions, but most people, especially the people that are from here, are the nicest people. You know, everyone's willing to help everybody else out. It's just very friendly. We're going to turn left on red. Just kidding, it's a joke. If you're law enforcement, public parking open. Window down. All right. Press for ticket. You got it. Ticket. Take the ticket. Drive ahead. All right, let's park. First of all, uh, parking deck tip number one, if you can, park on ground level. Where you come in is not necessarily ground level. Tip number two, park near the elevator. Tip number three, if you drive a truck, back it in because then you can get out a hell of a lot easier. Tip number four, if you have a truck, make sure your truck has a rear backup camera on it. Tip number five, if you have a truck, pull your mirrors in. And if they do it automatically, even better. All right, time to unpack the truck. Go inside, or at least inside as they're gonna let me, and we'll be back later. So I'm standing here with Christopher Lee, played Andros from Power Rangers in Space, and Anthony isn't here, uh, but he had a couple questions for me to ask. So, hey Christopher, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Peachy. It's the, almost the end of the day. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. you go, we're, uh, you're going home after this, I would imagine. Where's home? Mm, well, no, I'm going back to the hotel after this, but home is L.A. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, who didn't? Calabasas, right? <laughs> Got one of those small Calabasas houses with a small price tag. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, why not? So Anthony wanted me to ask you, since you played Andros, he wanted me to ask, and I quote, what was it like being one of the first Rangers not from Earth? Uh, well... I was told for, before I even uh, got the uh, job, they said that you're basically going to be Luke Skywalker. And I said, sold! That's done. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's it. That's all, they, that's all they had to say was Luke Skywalker, done. I'm in. That's it. So fantastic. Who, who would say no to that? I can't think of anybody. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and here's another one. His sister was the main protagonist, so what was it like for that reveal and that Andromeda and Andros were related? Astronomer. Her I blame, name on I blame Anna correct. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it like when I found out that Astronomer and Andros were related? I said, oh my god, just like Star Wars, Luke and Leia. There you go. That, that's so true. Yeah. Can you relay the story that you relayed earlier about... Uh, what stories did you tell earlier? I don't know. Oh, about the your the wig, your hair, and all that stuff. Uh, what, what about uh, getting when I got my hair done? Yeah. Or how much you loved it? Oh, I absolutely loved it. It was the greatest point of my life. 
my scalp was completely on fire. It felt like lava, and it took eight hours to do it to bleach stripes into my hair, which they had to do every three weeks or so because I have so much Apache blood in me. My hair grows ridiculously fast. So yeah, highlight of my life. And they hoodwinked you. From yes, yes, they did. Uh, initially, they told me that I was going to be a wig, and then when I landed in California, they said, ha ah, no, it's bleach time. So there you go. And last question. Go for it. What was it like working with all the other cast and... After you, future Red Rangers on Forever Red. What was that experience like? I'm sure for them it was a dream come true. For working with Jason David Frank. No, for working with me. I don't know. I mean, font was great. And I don't know. No, it was great. I had a good time. Uh, I had a lot of fun, and um, yeah, every one of them was a really cool guy. So there we go. That's the PC answer. Huh? Oh, Richie. No, all of them were really great. All of them. All right.
Power Rangers in Cyberspace is distributed by BICBP-radio.com, the BICBP Radio Network.